My dear countrymen, I am fortunate to have got an opportunity once again to greet citizens from Kutch to Kohima, Kashmir to Kanyakumari. In fact, across the length and breadth of the country. Namaskar to all of you. Reflecting on the expanse and diversity of our land, revering them fills each and every Indian with a sense of pride. And an opportunity to experience this very diversity is one that touches the heart, filling it up with joy. It is a flower that radiates inspiration. A few days ago, at a small place at the Hunar Hat in Delhi, I witnessed hues of our country's diverse expanse, cultures, traditions, cuisines and the warmth of emotions. As a matter of fact, the repertoire comprising traditional attires, handicrafts, carpets, utensils, bamboo and brass products, pulkari of Punjab, exotic leatherwork of Andhra Pradesh, beautiful paintings from Tamil Nadu, brass products of Uttar Pradesh, badohi carpets, copper work of Kutch, a number of musical instruments and innumerable stories. The vivid mosaic of pan-Indian art and culture was truly unique. The stories of the artisans' perseverance, zeal and love for their skill are equally inspiring as well. Listening to a Divyang woman at the Hunar Hat was a source of fulfilment. She told me that earlier she used to sell paintings on the pavement. Her life changed after she connected with Hunar Hat. Today, she is not only self-reliant, she has purchased a house too. At Hunar Hat, I got the opportunity to converse with many other artisans. I am told that over 50% of the craftspersons participating at Hunar Hat are women. Also, during the last three years, through Hunar Hat, close to 3 lakh artisans and craftspersons have gained many opportunities of employment. Hunar Hat, of course, is a platform showcasing art and craft. It is also lending wings to people's dreams. It is a venue where it is impossible to overlook the country's diversity. Besides handicrafts, it displays the diversity of India's varied cuisine too. In a single row, one could savour the sight of idli dosa, chole bhature, dal bati, khaman khandvi and what not. I thoroughly enjoyed having the delicious litti chokha of Bihar. All over India, fairs and exhibitions such as this are organised from time to time. Whenever the opportunity arises, one should attend such events to know India, to experience India. Thus, not only would you be able to be a part of the country's art culture canvas, you will also contribute in the progress and prosperity of hard-working craftspersons, especially women. Do make it a point to visit. My dear countrymen, our country is bestowed with great traditions. The legacy that we inherited from our ancestors, the knowledge and values that have permeated, entail compassion toward each and every living being and boundless love for nature. All this is a part of our cultural heritage. And to partake of this culture of hospitality in the Indian ethos, every year, numerous species of birds from across the world come to India.
throughout the year, India is home to many migratory species. We are told that more than 500 varieties of birds fly in from varied regions. Recently, Gandhinagar was host to the COP13 convention where this phenomenon was mulled over, discussed and deliberated. India's efforts concerning the subject were lauded too. Friends, it is a matter of pride for us that for the next three years, India will chair the COP convention on migratory species. Do send in your suggestions on lending more substance to this opportunity, making it more useful. While discussing the COP convention with you, an important piece of information connected with Meghalaya drew my attention. Very recently, biologists have discovered a new species of fish whose habitat is within the caves of Meghalaya. It is believed that this fish is the largest among aquatic species found under the surface of caves. It lives in deep, dark underground caves with little chance of light reaching in. Scientists are perplexed at the ability of this large fish to survive in such deep caves. It is a matter of joy that our India, and especially Meghalaya, is home to a rare species. It lends a new facet to India's biodiversity. We are surrounded by many such mysteries which are still undiscovered. To discover such a phenomenal enigma calls for fierce detective passion. The great Tamil poetess Avaya writes, Kataradu kaimana alave analum, kalladadu ulagalavu. This means, what we know is but just a handful of sand. What we do not know is like a universe in itself. Similar is the case with the biodiversity of this country. The more you know, the more you realize the magnitude of what you do not know. Our biodiversity too is a unique treasure for the entire humankind. We have to preserve it, conserve it and explore further. My dear young friends, children and the youth in India are increasingly taking a keen interest in science and technology. Record satellite launches into space, new records, new missions fill up every Indian heart with a sense of pride. When I was in Bengaluru during Chandrayaan 2, I witnessed immense enthusiasm and fervour on the part of the children present there. There was no sign of drowsiness from any angle. In a way, they kept awake throughout the night. One can never forget their inquisitiveness when it came to science, technology and innovation. To give a fillip to this very enthusiasm in children and young people, to encourage scientific temper in them, another system has been put in place. You can now sit and watch rocket launching at Sri Harikota taking place in front of your own eyes. Recently, the facility has been made open for all. A visitor's gallery has been erected, large enough to seat 10,000 people. Online booking is also possible through a link provided on ISRO's website. I am told that many schools are arranging tours for their students to show them rocket launching 
and motivating them. I urged the principals and teachers of all schools that they should avail of this benefit in times to come. Friends, I would like to convey to you another exciting piece of information. I'd read the comment of Paris from Dhanbad, Jharkhand, on the Namo app. Paris wants me to tell our young friends about ISRO's Uvika program. Uvika is a very commendable effort on part of ISRO to integrate the youth with science. This program was launched for school students in the year 2019. Uvika is an acronym for Yuva Vigyani Karikram, and this program is in consonance with our vision Jai Jawan, Jai Kisan, Jai Vigyan. Jai Anusanthan. In this program, students, after their exams, during their holidays, visit different centers of ISRO and learn about space technology, space science, and space applications. If you want to know how training is imparted, what its nuances are, how exciting it is, then you must read the experience of those who have attended its earlier sessions. If you wish to be a participant of this training, you can register by visiting the website of Uvika linked to that of ISRO. My young friends, I am telling you the name of the website which you can write down and must visit today itself. It is www.uvika.isro.gov.in have you written it down? My dear countrymen, the beautiful valleys of Ladakh witnessed a momentous event on the 31st of January 2020 for history was made when an Indian Air Force AN-32 aircraft took off from Leh's Kushok Bakula Rinpoche Airport. A mixture of 10% Indian biojet fuel was used in this flight and this was the first time that this mix was used in both engines. Not just that, but the airport from which this plane took off from Leh is not only one of the highest altitude airports in India, but also in the world. Notably, the biojet fuel is prepared from non-edible tree-borne oil. It is procured from various tribal areas of India. These efforts will not only reduce carbon emissions, but may also reduce India's dependence on crude oil imports. I congratulate all the people involved in this significant mission, especially the scientists of CSIR and Indian Institute of Petroleum Dehradun, who made it possible to develop the technology to fly an aircraft with biofuel. Their efforts also empower the Make in India mission. My dear countrymen, our new India is not willing to tag along with the old approach. In particular, our sisters and mothers of New India are going ahead and grasping the challenges hands-on, thus setting a pace for a positive transformation in the entire society. Purnia in Bihar is an inspiration for people across the country. This region has been grappling with the havoc caused by floods for decades together. In this backdrop, it has been very difficult to do farming and mobilize other sources of income. But under these very circumstances, some women of Purnia chose a different path. Friends, earlier the women of Purnia 
used to cultivate cocoons from silkworms obtained from mulberry trees and received very nominal price for their produce while merchants who bought this raw silk made huge profits by spinning it into silk yarn but today the women of purnia have taken a new initiative that has changed the entire scenario these women formed mulberry production cooperatives with assistance from the government after that they spun silk yarn from the cocoons and also started getting sarees made with those threads you'll be surprised to know that these very cocoons were being sold for a nominal amount earlier sarees made from them are fetching thousands of rupees now the didis of the adarsh jivika mahila mulberry production group have performed miracles that are being witnessed across many villages the farmer didis of many villages of purnia are not only getting sarees produced but are also selling them in big fairs by putting up their own stalls an example of how today's women fortified with new power new thinking are achieving new targets my dear countrymen the entrepreneurship of women and daughters of our country their courage are a matter of pride for each one of us we find many such examples around us which illustrate the manner in which our daughters are breaking age old shackles and attaining new heights i would particularly like to share with you the achievement of 12 year old daughter kamya kartikeyan kamya at the age of just 12 years has conquered mount akonkagua this is the highest peak of the andes mountains in south america which is about 7000 meters high every indian will be touched by the fact that at the beginning of this month when kamya conquered the peak the first thing she did was to hoist our tricolor there i've also been told that kamya who has made the country proud is now on a new mission which is called mission sahas under this she is trying to conquer the highest peaks of all the continents also under this mission she will also be skiing on north and south poles i wish kamya all the best for mission sahas by the way kamya's achievement also motivates every one of us to stay fit fitness has also contributed in great measure in kamya's achieving great heights at such a young age a nation that is fit will always be a nation that is a hit by the way the oncoming months are very opportune for adventure sports the geography of india is such that it provides many opportunities for adventure sports in our country on the one hand we have high mountains on the other there is a desert spread far and wide similarly on the one hand we have a network of dense forests on the other there is an infinite expanse of the sea therefore i make a special appeal to all of you to visit the place of your choice pick up the activity of your interest and ensure integrating of your life with adventure shouldn't there always be adventure in life and on top of that friends after knowing the success story of our 12 year old daughter kamya you'll be astonished once you hear the success story 
of 105-year-old Bhagirathi Amma. Friends, if we wish to progress in life, develop ourselves, wish to achieve something in life, the first precondition for that is the student within us must never die. Our 105-year-old Bhagirathi Amma also gives us this inspiration. Now you'd be wondering who Bhagirathi Amma is. Bhagirathi Amma lives in Kollam in Kerala. She lost her mother when she was very young. Soon after her marriage at a young age, she lost her husband as well. But Bhagirathi Amma did not let go of her courage, did not lose her spirit. She had to quit school before she was 10 years old. She restarted her school education at the age of 105. She started studying again. In spite of her advanced age, Bhagirathi Amma wrote her level 4 exam and then eagerly awaited her results. She scored 75% in her exams. Not just that, she scored 100% marks in mathematics. Amma now wants to continue her studies, wants to appear for higher exams. It's obvious that people like Bhagirathi Amma are the strength of this country, a great source of inspiration for all of us. Today, I specially salute Bhagirathi Amma. Friends, our courage, our determination during adverse circumstances in life can help us completely alter the situation. Recently, I read one such story in the media, which I would surely like to share with you. This is the story of Salman, who lives in Hamirpur village of Muradabad. Salman is Divyang by birth. He is unable to stand on his feet. Despite this hardship, he hasn't lost hope and decided to start his own business. On top of that, he resolved to help other Divyang people too. And soon enough, Salman started manufacturing slippers and detergent in his village itself. And in no time, 30 Divyang people joined him. Do also note that while Salman himself found it difficult to walk, he decided to manufacture slippers that help others walk easily. The important thing is that Salman trained his Divyang colleagues himself. Now all of them jointly not only manufacture the products but also market them. By dint of their hard work, they not only ensured employment for themselves, but also turned their venture into a profit-making one. Today, all of them together manufacture 150 pairs of slippers a day. Not just that, this year Salman has resolved to provide employment to 100 more such Divyang mates. I salute their courage and their enterprise. A similar determination has been manifested by residents of Ajarak village in Kutch area of Gujarat. In 2001, after the devastating earthquake, most villagers were migrating from the village. However, one person by the name of Ismail Khatri decided to stay back and nurture his traditional art form of Ajarak print. And in no time at all, everyone was enchanted by the natural colours used in the Ajarak art. And the entire village joined in on their traditional handicraft category. The villagers not only nurtured their ages-old art form, but also fused it with modern fashion. 
Now major designers and design institutions have started using the Ajarak print. The hard-working village folk have today turned Ajarak print into a major brand. Large international buyers are now getting attracted towards this print. My dear countrymen, recently the festival of Mahashivratri was celebrated throughout the country. The blessings of Lord Shiva and Mother Parvati has kept the ethos of this nation awakened. On the occasion of Mahashivratri, may you continue to be blessed by Bhole Baba. May Lord Shiva fulfill all your wishes. May you be energetic, healthy and continue to do your duties unto the country. Friends, along with Mahashivratri, now the splendor of spring will keep blooming day by day. In the coming days, we'll celebrate Holi and soon after that, Gudi Padva will be celebrated. The festival of Navaratri is also associated with spring. Ram Navmi will also be celebrated. Festivals and celebrations are an inseparable part of the social fabric of our country. Every festival has a hidden social message which binds not just the society but the entire country into a spirit of unity. After Holi, from the Chaitra Shukla Pratipada, the Indian Vikrami New Year also begins. For that too, please accept my greetings in advance. My dear countrymen, I think students will be busy with their examinations till the next monkey bath. Those who have completed their examinations will be carefree. My heartiest wishes to those who are busy and also to those who are carefree. We'll meet again in the next edition of Monkey Bath with lots of new topics. Many, many thanks. Namaskar.